0: Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts James Marshall and Liam McRae where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Hey guys, it's Shay here from the Natural Lifestyles and Inner Game Life Coaching and today I want to talk to you about a multi-part series that I've been thinking about for quite a long time. And this multi-part series that I want to introduce is about the mistakes that keep you out of your power, as well as the things that you can do to cure those mistakes. Now these are things that I've seen a lot of in my coaching and in the work that I do with guys. And there's also really important things that you can do to save yourself from falling into the traps that a lot of people fall into. So the first mistake that people commonly make is that they believe their thoughts and their feelings. They believe the assumptions of what they think is real based on how they are interacting and feeling and thinking about the world. Now this is kind of a common idea and in many ways some schools of thought have this sort of idea that what we think and what we feel tend to attract that kind of thing into our lives, which is not 100% true. It's only true to a degree and I'll tell you why when we get to that part. But the important thing to start with here is the idea that your thoughts and your feelings are not true they're only a reflection of the identity and the position that you hold in your life right now. As a matter of fact, they're only a reflection of the thing that you believe in this moment. And that can actually change that quick depending on dynamics of circumstance, information, and the ways in which you see yourself and interact with the world around you. So for example, it's really easy to feel like you can't do something based on your references to the past, based on your thoughts, and based on your feelings. Because what happens is we can't really be anything else than what we think we are according to what we've developed as a history over time. So when we're looking at a new possibility in front of us, when we're moving in the world wanting to kind of do something different, we tend to think back, feel back into the past and then check, who am I in this moment? Am I able to do this? Is this gonna be possible? And if our unconscious goes and comes back with information which basically says, no, it's not really safe, Uh, we don't really have much experience in that, maybe there's negatives, maybe there's downfalls, maybe there's something that could be a consequence or a cost as a result of that, then it tends to stop us from taking action. We have this kind of feeling like, "Uh, not sure I should do that, doesn't feel comfortable. And because we're basically like comfort junkies, we have this sort of sense of being that is uh, very much addicted to trying to feel safe all the time, trying to feel comfortable all the time, then we tend to move away from anything that feels uncomfortable. Now that's actually counterproductive To us learning to grow and have new experience because how can we have new experience how can we move in the world with new possibilities if we're constantly sort of like stuck in our comfort bubble constantly stuck in our comfort zone so this is why thoughts and feelings are something to be aware of as part of the equation of who you are and how the world works but they are not the truth they're only a reflection of the identity that you hold in the moment now I said that once before that's a very important point so as you start to move in the world and you want to have new experiences and your sense of feelings and thoughts are telling you that it's not possible for various reasons, then it's time to move to another perspective. And what I mean by that is it's very common where we have situations where we think something is impossible and we can't do it. So then we hold ourselves back but if we're forced to do something for some reason because somebody pushes us or because the circumstance says you have no other choice but to to do something about this, then oftentimes we find that we actually can do it. That something is totally possible and when we step through that wall of insecurity, when we step through that wall of doubt and insecurity that we couldn't really do what we wanted to do, then we actually rearrange the information in our unconscious mind. We start to teach ourselves that it's actually very possible to make changes. It's actually very normal to make changes. And every time that we move through a boundary condition of our environment and we prove that that we are totally capable of doing something, then it gives us more reference points, more power, more truth, more of the kinds of permission that then allow our unconscious to expand its boundaries, to give us more permission. And then what do we feel as a result of that? We feel energy, we feel liberated, we feel power. And then the real fun starts to begin. We start to affirm to ourselves that we are creative, we are magical, we are you know, beings that can live in the unknown. So let's look at how can we reinforce that. If you want to be somebody that's able to step to the edge of the unknown, and then be able to move through it with more security, more stability, more trust, uh, more intuition, then you have to condition yourself. And one of the ways to do that is to use small challenges that calibrate you to being safe in the unknown. So what that means in practical terms is find the edge of what's possible for you and then push yourself through it in a way that's not going to hurt you. So find the edge of what's possible and then test it and then see what happens. So one of the most common and easy things that you can do is go out and start challenging yourself socially. Start putting yourself in new situations. Start learning new skills. Might be physical skills, social skills, might be a new sort of thing that you want to learn. And the first thing you're probably going to come up against is that you feel a bit weird about it. Like it's not really natural or you may actually have some natural talent and it feels okay to begin with, but then as you get deeper down the rabbit hole it becomes clunky and difficult, etc. Because your conscious mind is having to try and like understand how to build skills. So that's really normal. That's something that you're gonna to have to do as part of the creative process of, of growth and learning. But as you do that consistently, then it builds more ability, it builds more trust, it builds more power inside of yourself. Now, as you do that, you also develop more, like a a sense of security that you can do more skills, you can develop things more powerfully. Because once again, your sense of self goes into the past, sees that there's positive reference experiences of facing the unknown, coming out okay, and realizing that it doesn't really matter whether you get success straight away or you you have the result you want, and it's totally safe. Now, one area I see this all the time is when I'm coaching guys in field, when we go out and we start approaching women and we start going out there and flexing a bit of social muscle. What do I see? Well, I see these these stories of I can't do this, feel insecure, this is not me. What if this doesn't work? What if I get rejected, etc. All very normal responses coming from the sense of self that wants to be comfortable. It doesn't wanna feel afraid. It doesn't wanna feel rejected. It doesn't wanna feel self-doubt. So of course, it tries to protect the individual from going out and having those kinds of experiences. It tries to protect the individual from having negative experiences. But if we believed in that sense of self, that self-protection mechanism all the time, then you would never really move beyond that comfort zone. So you gotta face this edge. You gotta get comfortable with this edge. And in doing that, then you may find that as you step through it, that it's actually not that bad at all. As a matter of fact, you may find you're totally capable of being okay. And in many ways, it's the illusion of the fear that's actually more powerful than the, the fear, <laughs> like than the, the, the problem, than the thing that they're actually scared of. Because once again, the unconscious mind is a very powerful thing. And if it thinks that something might damage our sense of self, it almost treats that as if it's a physical thing. It's like, don't do something that makes you psychologically or emotionally insecure because it's almost as bad as being physically damaged. So it tries to protect the sense of self as if it's a physical thing. But the sense of self is not a physical thing. It's actually a set of concepts and ideas. And this gets a little bit more esoteric, and this is where you start to get into the knowledge and the work of like knowing yourself and understanding inner game strategies but as you start to go deeper down the rabbit hole and realize that there really is no self like you have a body you have a mind you have emotions those things are happening but none of those things are actually permanent they're always changing they're always different they're always doing different things in your body and in your mind so as a result you're more of a dynamic you're more of a field or a process of different things happening. And as you can become used to that and you actually have a look and you realize, well, if there's no thing inside of me that is me, then there's no thing that is me that I need to protect. There's just a sense of processes taking place. And in that way, you can start to free yourself from the idea of needing to protect yourself against circumstances or against fears of rejection or self-doubt or whatever. And that starts to give you a lot more security to move in the world. So this first principle of not trusting your thoughts and feelings and instead starting to trust the deeper nature within you, the part of you that is your transformative self, the bigger self, the self that is no self in particular, starts to give you more permission, more power and more freedom to go out and create what you really desire in life. And that's really what we're talking about, is really getting on to creation, making things happen and shifting the balance of your power from your ego self and the limitations and the fears of who you think you are, towards your intuitive, creative, more empowered, and basically free self. The thing that really gives you power, the thing that, like I said before, I was going to say that thoughts and feelings don't really attract what we desire. As a matter of fact, they don't really mean anything. Thoughts and feelings don't mean anything. The reason that they do mean something is because we give them power. It's the mass, it's the weight of the meaning that our unconscious gives a thought that really makes a difference. For example, a little kid could walk up to you and say, you know, you're stupid, doesn't matter, because you have no weight on that comment. There's no authority behind that comment that has any power. But the opposite is, if somebody of authority, whether it be a parent or a lover or, you know, maybe a hot woman or a friend or whatever, somebody that you've perceived has authority and you put weight on their opinion, says you're stupid, then all of a sudden that has a lot of impact. So the powers in how much your unconscious mind allows that comment that meaning to really control you now i hope that makes sense to you guys it's a bit of a rant but it's one of these really powerful concepts don't trust your thoughts and feelings instead start to trust your intuition thanks so much for listening to the natural lifestyles podcast check us out on youtube at the natural tv see you on the next episode